0: This is the night I was going to solve
1: Are you sure? I think so. <laughs> Sounded a little little unsure there.
0: <laughs> I got kind of halfway through it and I was like, am I saying the right thing?
1: Well, it's, it's a different night. We're not used it to... Is.
0: Yeah. It is. I'm, yeah, we are We both had a uh, concert for the Little Ones. Right? right? Dempsey's in the band too, yeah. right? Okay.
1: Yeah. I didn't have to go.
0: You didn't have to go again. Yeah. You got out of two of them in a row. Yes,
1: we have oh, decided so that we have decided that Lulu is not ready for big audiences. Okay. okay, and so the past three things that we've, well, two I should say. We uh, Maisie had a dance recital, mm-hmm. and then the choir concert, and then this band concert. She's just a nightmare in like those type of settings. Yes, she's good for about fifteen <laughs> minutes, and uh-huh. then she's just like. Nope, I want to run up, around, up and down all around. She's
0: pretty decent in the track meet, though. She's all right, yeah. A little trash panda action going on there. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> picking stuff up. <laughs> well, and then we went out. So we went down to Green Bay the other day to visit my parents and, like, for Mother's Day, like, see my mom. And they're like, well, what do we want to do for lunch? So we went to Red Robin, mm-hmm. and, like, she orders food, and it comes to the table. She's like, I'm not hungry. And then she just, like, hides under the table and, like, is trying to run around. I'm like... This is why we don't go out to dinner often, <laughs> or out to lunch, or
0: anything. We always order to go. So that's awesome. You got to keep catalog of all these things. So when she's older, you can tell her all kinds of fun stories. Mm-hmm. That's always the the fun part about adolescence and childhood is the stories that you gain that you can just absolutely blackmail your children with in the yep. future. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited about doing that. <laughs> so, um, all right, night underscore Al underscore Pod. Door. Door underscore disc <laughs> underscore golf. Wow, I'm off my game. And then uh, doordisc.com. So doordisc doordisc.com, where you can find all of your disc golf needs. Um, and we do have some pretty exciting restocks. So you got to wait till the end of that for the shop updates. So here's my question: Do you know what a von Neumann probe is? A von Neumann probe? Von Neumann or von Neumann? Von Neumann Probe. This sounds like... <laughs> Don't go there. Okay. <laughs> Don't go there. I it's won't. not that. I'll okay. say no. <laughs> All right. No, I have no idea. <laughs> no, okay. So Von Neumann Probe is a probe that is sent into outer space. Oh, okay. And it's a replicating probe. So it'll go to wherever, mm-hmm. collect resources, build another one, send that out some other direction. Whoa. So it'll like basically make stations like a like a chain of communication. Oh, and interesting. Expand. Yeah. Okay. So when I was, so I'm reading this book and it has this in it, I'm like, what would disc golfers do and what company do you think would be most likely to head up the charge of a Von Neumann probe? Ooh. MVP. Well, <laughs> that was exactly what I thought. So I'm glad you're on the same page. What would they send up? Like what infor- What vital information would this von Neumann probe that's going out to explore the universe and possibly make first contact with other – what would they? gyro technology? <laughs> I'm sure they would have flying saucers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm sure. Well, no. yeah. So what, I mean- what type of stuff would you think they would send up? Hmm.
1: Here are all the disc golf courses that you need. And then... Here's the U-disc. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. That's a Wow. So, I'm more curious... Like, I'm really curious about the probe and how Mm -hmm. they, like, are able to replicate and send themselves
0: out. So... And it's actually kind of fascinating because it has a likeness compared to, like, how discs are manufactured. So, what it is is they use... 3D printing. Okay. So they have on board on these Newman probe. Now, it's Adrian. not just like a tiny little probe. It's like a spacecraft. Oh. That has production facilities inside of it. Oh, dang. And then what okay. it does is it reproduces that craft when it gets somewhere. Now, these things aren't... It's a, it's a thought like, hey, this is where we would like to see these things go. Okay. Like, this is how space exploration and conquering space would... This is how it would mm. happen. Um. But yeah, what they do is they basically have 3D printers. So they, okay, you know, especially it. now you've I mean, we see it now where there's like metal, plastic, yep. even concrete. Like they have all kinds of different 3D printers now. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's what it is. So. Yeah, I mean, you can three three can 3D print a house. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, and there's like different robots
1: that like can lay brick and like mm-hmm. build houses that way and stuff too. So yeah, um, yeah, I don't know what else, but like MVP just like. The, the thought of like science and like mm-hmm. that that came to my mind right away. Um, I thought so too. And I was like, "Well, who else? I don't know any. Who else would be
0: interested in doing that?" <laughs> well, uh, House of House of Discs. Would. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they want part of everything. Sure,
1: so. I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll front the bill to send this <laughs> into, into space. Exactly. And,
0: like, well, as soon as you have manned ones, we're the first ones going up.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like with the uh, failed Richard Branson. Like
0: all oh, the Virgin Mobile stuff, yeah, or the Virgin Rockets or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like they had like you know just high their you know shuttles or whatever like just went high enough to like crest the like you know the atmosphere where like mm-hmm. you lose like weight you gain weightlessness and everything and yeah I think they are like because weren't they trying to battle like Elon Musk wasn't that the thing uh, I don't or, know I don't know if was, was something to do yeah yeah
0: I think he's just trying to get manned. Flights to the moon, or if man flights into outer space. Yeah. I'm not sure if you ever. Man, I don't know. But
1: because, like, the higher, you, cool too. the higher you get, the air gets thinner, so you can technically travel faster. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, maybe that's what he was trying to aim for. Yeah. Like but not to, as much lift and all those other aerodynamic yeah, right. stuff.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I don't know. I was I was reading this book, and I'm thinking, like, man, what disc golfers would so be into this, and they'd be like, yeah, let's make sure we put some, like, extrusion molders in there, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> build some baskets. and <laughs> Yeah. Got to spread the good word of disc golf. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'd be on board for it. Uh,
1: it kind of, like, the way you were talking about it, too, it kind of made me think of um, the movie Twister, how they build that thing oh, to, like, go yes. into the tornado. And, like, yes. once it opens, like, all the little probes come Flying out of it to measure, like, you know, go force and... Yeah, because they had
0: one that did it and they just rolled everywhere and then they put little wings on it from Coke cans.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I remember
0: that. That was cool. That was a great movie. Yeah, because, like, the first one that they built was, like, failed attempts and then all of a sudden towards the end of the movie. Yeah. They had to work. I thought one of the best ones is they're sitting in the middle of this, like, dike, water on both sides. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, what is that? That's a cow. cow goes by. The truck just spins, like... It was a great movie. And then it was like
1: dueling like water
0: spouts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. It is by far one of my favorite nostal- – well, not by far. It's one of my favorite nostalgic movies. Sure. Like it It, it ranks up there. Mm-hmm. Like movies from childhood you watch and you're like, yeah, that was a good one. So, all right. Well, here's our quip- – well, wait, no. Thrower, hanger, flipper. What you get?
1: I, I bought – a zone OS.
0: Okay. Yeah. I uh, saw that on your Instagram. Yeah,
1: I randomly, oh, Dempsey needed, what was it? Oh, he needed something for baseball. I had to go find some belts for him from before the first game. So I went to Dunham's mm-hmm. and I was just in there and I just like happened to walk by. I was like, oh yeah, they have discs here. And I was like, oh, first run zone OS. Okay. Oh, really? In Dunham's head? At- in Sturgeon Bay. Huh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Missed and, that.
1: Yeah. So I was just like, random. Okay. I'll, I guess I'll buy one. I haven't thrown it yet, but. Yeah. yeah, it was worth hunting. There's sure. that
0: many Zone OS's out there that Dunham's has them. <laughs> yeah. Totally <laughs> random. Because we were thinking about buying some because I passed on them. I was like, hey, yeah. who's going to want these? And then, of course, everybody wanted one. I think it, the excitement is dead now. But then yeah, Foundation maybe. dropped a video. And then, all of a sudden, we got a bunch of search queries for Zone OS's. After oh, Foundation interesting. Foundation dropped their video about it. And I'm like, ah, maybe I should. I
1: mean, the only video I remember was the initial one with the Uleon Mm. Um, Instagram with him throwing it. Yeah. That's the only thing. It seems like so long ago that they actually came out. Like yeah. that's kind of crazy. Maybe like
0: three weeks ago, something like that.
1: Uh, it's been a little longer than exactly. that. I think it was March.
0: What was it? Jeez, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So well, I bought I I fell for the hype. I got a hex. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did.
1: Uh Is it a Fission one or a Neutron it one? It is a
0: Fission. It's the yeah. 2022 MVP. Thank you, Matt Udiss. <laughs> I was going through all the used discs, and there was a 2022. Oh, it was his. The open. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was one of the used ones. Uh-huh. Um I didn't see that it was used, <laughs> Okay. but it was one of them. So I grabbed it, and I used it for League, actually, tonight. Yeah. And um I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I I'm not quite committed to throw it in my bag yet, but remember how I was saying I want some—I want an EMAC with less finish. Yeah, it's not an EMAC, no, by any means. But that flight pattern where you can put some torque on it and it—it's not going to dump one way or the other. Mm-hmm. It's just really straight, finishes straight. That's basically what it is. It's a beautiful disc, like beautiful disc. So I want to put some more time and effort into it, and um, we'll see. Though, I mean, I think I might end up throwing some of those in the bag. Yeah. So, I, I don't... Know. Yeah, between that and the Buzz, I still throw the Buzz. I,
1: I like the Hex. It's a little shallow It is to shallow. A Buzz. So, I just like the feel of the Buzz a little better. Yeah. But, it it, is, yeah, the Hex is like, a yeah.
0: good... That's why I like it, though, is because I can get a good, solid power grip on that uh-huh. and not feel... Like, the Comet is a good disc as well, but I can't really get a solid power grip on it because it has a bit more depth to it. Um, and it's... I mean, it's understable. Like, I'll never yeah. throw a true power grip on that. Um, but, yeah, I... I really, really enjoy that disc. Like, I for the four holes I used it on, like yeah. it wasn't a lot of holes, but came out clean. It was, it was nice. So I'm excited about it. Um, so that will be a thrower for sure. Um, and that was it. That was all I did. Yeah, that's all I did. So, <laughs> all right, well, we will go over um, what we have. So here's our preview. We have Beaver State Fling. We'll have a quick conversation about hole 15 and we're going to talk about guess who's back, back again. Um, we're going to talk about the pitch. Well, we won't talk. We'll just mention it. We're going to talk about Natalie Ryan saga, and then we'll have a quick conversation about the winners. Um, and then also have a longer conversation about one of the winners. And why am I blanking on the tournament that was... OTB <laughs> Open. OTV Open. Um, and then we'll have a longer conversation about one of the winners. Um, and, and a statement that was made. Um, context. I'm not sure exactly what she was referring to. Um, yeah. Or this person was referring to. But we'll have a conversation real quick about it. And um, maybe enlighten some people. And then from there, we'll just do some shop updates. And we don't have a random question unless you have one. Oh, you know what? Oh yeah, you do have a. Didn't you say you had yes, one? Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Someone, um, someone submitted one the other day. Perfect. So it's disc golf related, so it's not quite so random, but yeah. it is a random question.
0: All right. Well, good. So then we'll go over that. Yep. Sorry, Ben. Um, yeah, Ben is not here again tonight. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know if I actually we gave him the head up heads up on this one, but I know he said he was going to be.
1: He said that yeah, he wasn't available for tonight, and we yeah.
0: were just kind of like, "Do you want to do something?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, Yeah. So, so completely random. Yeah, it really was. So with that being said, let's talk about Beaver State Fling. So Beaver State Fling had hole 15 or has a hole 15. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> it was a par four. Started as a par four. It's a pretty beefy par four. It is it's a... It's an interesting layout for yeah, sure. Kind of imagine a horseshoe. It's about as horseshoe-ish as you can get um, without being a horseshoe. So it has 760 feet worth of distance, um, and it is. You come out, I mean, it, it is truly a 290s in this fairway. Um, two straight fairways, two dogleg rights, and <clears throat> the, the idea is that no one's ever going to birdie it. <laughs> right. is kind of what it was with the par 4. Um, even if you can cut the corner, you're still looking at maybe a par because you access the green, you have to go. It's a hard 90 from Mm -hmm. the fairway. So, um, and since then, after some player pressure and some Twitter outcry and a whole bunch of other things, um, the tournament director has since decided that it will now be a par five. So... How do you feel about that, that the tournament director decided to fold under that after some player feedback? Huh.
1: Well, I don't really have – I don't really think it's that big of a – well, for the difficulty of the whole, mm-hmm. and I don't know if FPO and MPO have the same – oh, it looks like, okay, the red tee box on would give the FPO, if that's where they're teeing off from, a much – not as difficult of an angle to get around the trees mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um still not reachable for them as a par four to be birdieable right but I don't know um if it's an, I don't think it's gonna change much for ratings or anything it doesn't look like there's OB so I mean you're not gonna be taking that much many strokes on it anyway mm-hmm. I think um was it Chandler Kramer that came up with this as the and so he was kind of setting an over-under on, like, total pars or right. total birdies on the
0: on this hole. Or is it this hole and 17? I thought uh, that's what it was. Yeah, he was kind of going after 17 as well. But yeah. it looks like uh, – and he said combined between the two. Right. It was a 7.5.
1: Yeah, and I think he later made another tweet, uh, tweet saying, like, that that would change due to the right. – par- I mean, yeah, it's close to the tournament, like – you, that you make this change. Like, I don't know, I guess as a TD, like it's always good to hear
0: feedback, mm-hmm.
1: but like to change it so close to the tournament, I feel like we'll right. just be like, and eh, just stick it out.
0: Right. Right. Well, and I've, we've said this before, the particular par on a whole is truly irrelevant. at your total score. Right. Um, if it makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside and get butterflies because you got, well, I a think people like the feeling of getting birdies. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, I, it, but once again, a four is a four. Whether it's a par five or a par four, a four is a four. Right. You know, so I think it, it, it maybe to think about that a little bit more. But you know, for the tournament director to change it. I don't think I have any qualms either. Like, it doesn't bother me whether he changes it or doesn't change it because it's not going to change the overall score. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're not going, hey, he had 15 birdies. No, he shot a 55. Yeah. Or he shot a whatever it Mm would be, you know. So, yeah, I guess I go both. I can see both sides of the story. Yeah, yeah. I can see both sides of the (laughs) story. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. Mm
1: -mm. Yeah,
0: I I, I see both sides of the story on that one. Um, So... This whole 17
1: is kind of crazy, though, too, like looking (laughs) at it. 980, yeah. With the amount of OB on it. Mm -hmm. You're coming out of the woods a little bit into an open fairway, but there's... It looks like a cart path. Right. Or a sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And so... And then there's an island green. Oh, I didn't realize that was an island green at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's the famous Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like you're in bounds on like either side of the sidewalk and then mm-hmm. you got to get it to the island green. Like that's a that's crazy. Par yeah. 4 for the Wait, is it? It's par 4 for the females and then no, oh yeah. par 4
0: for the men. Par 4 for the men. Five par for four, the, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yikes. And that's I think that's going to be a rough go for everybody with the yes. amount of OB there is.
0: Well, and I don't know Even how long it's been side. since Beaver State. I mean, this is a hole that's existed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a difficult hole. I don't know if they've changed the T-pad location or not since the last time it was played. But I, I really remember the the island. Mm-hmm. And the island is one of those ones, it's it's still fairly skippy if yeah. you hit it. And I don't know what they've done. I think it's been like two or three years since I played there, right? Well, since 2020.
1: That's been on the tour. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, no no, no, no. Since I've even played there, I thought Beaver oh, really? State was canceled the last two. Oh, I could be wrong, but <clears throat> but nevertheless, I it is a it's a cool hole, yeah. and it doesn't play as hard as this is. Well, I can't say that because I've never played it, but it doesn't seem to play as hard as this one is depicting in this uh, the overview from the map from the caddy book. But it is crazy, but you know. The pros are always talking about how they want courses to be harder, more challenging, and these open would open courses mm-hmm. aren't good for the sport. And then you put them in here and they complain about how hard it is and they need to <laughs> change the – so it just seems like there's this mentality and attitude of complaining. Yeah. You know, I don't remember who I was speaking to. Maybe it was Kevin. Maybe it was Evan. No, I don't think it was Evan. I think it was Kevin. But it's just this idea that – just because you're not playing well, it has to be something else's fault.
1: It was the Sulphur Series last year. It
0: was okay. Garrett Gursky so won, it. Okay. and FPO Valmont Huddle won it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But was it at this course? Same course? It. I really don't think it was at this course. I think they they played the Beaver State Bring Fling, but I think it was at. Oh, it could man, be at I'm a different. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I can't speak well enough. Because this is, I think it's a River Bend. I think is, yeah, it's River Bend, the one that they're playing for Beaver State. So, but, <clears throat> but nevertheless, so what a what a great hole! I'm glad that there's challenge and they're they're freaking out the pro field. <laughs> like that makes me happy um, because that means it's going to be challenging and fun to watch. Um, hopefully, hopefully. So with the Beaver, Beaver State fling, guess who's back? Back again. Richer. Ricky's back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends. So Ricky's coming back for a Beaver, beaver State Fling. So we, uh, Ben and I, both said that he would only be back for majors this year. Mm-hmm. We were wrong. Yeah, I don't think we said pro tour events. I think we just said majors. So yeah, we were wrong. Well, he's still got to complete it though, right? True. Yeah. So we'll see. He has to actually play. So. But hopefully he does well. Um, wish him the best, and I guess that's that. So do you want to talk about the glitch? I mean the pitch? Yeah. <laughs> so Axiom now has or has released or is going to be releasing the pitch. Yeah. So they are capitalizing on the huge success they have with the glitch, and they're putting the pitch out. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to see the same success because – Uh, Simon Lazat has already found his glitch. Right. But then again, these are max weight supposedly, right?
1: That's what I had heard. I heard that they were trying to push it as close to max weight as possible Mm -hmm. and based on dimensions, I don't – because like the glitch, I think based on the dimensions of that to get the numbers that they wanted, um, they had to keep the weight low. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't – yeah, I don't know. I don't – I think the heaviest one we've seen come into the shop is like – it's got to be like 152 or something, 153. No, it was close to 60. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, I've only seen them down in like the 140s, 150s. I think it was like 57. Okay, and then I know I've seen recent pictures of um, fission glitches. Like there's prototype fission glitches that are making the rounds. I'd like to get my hands on one of those because right now they're only in neutron plastic. What would be the purpose of a
0: fission glitch? Um, and how are you going to push that weight to the edge? On a Fission Glitch, because isn't the glitch... I mean, that flight plate is so thin as it is. It is, yeah. And they're having, like, issues with warping now and, like, tacoing and stuff.
1: Sure, I could see that.
0: Because they're so thin.
1: Um, I just think, well, Fission just has a different grip to it, you know, compared to the Neutron. I mean, the the Neutron plastic is nice and soft and, like, still pretty gummy to throw. (laughs) Um, I know with Fission, they're able to get the... I mean, now that, like... Fission, fission plastic, you can get, like, the air bubbles in it and stuff. So, like, I have a Fission Wave. I've got, like, a bunch of other Fission discs that are lighter weight. Mm-hmm. But you also can get, like, max weight discs with them, too, because, like, right. they have the proxies that are out and, like, the, there's some other max weight stuff. Like, it kind of runs the gamut. Of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so well, some I of them, know. they had
0: those Fission Waves, and some of them were max weight, the the first release ones that mm. came out, and they, some of those were max weight as well. Yeah, and I think the fission is just the air bubble technology that's in the flight plate.
1: Yeah, and so right. they're
0: supposedly minimizing the amount of weight that's in the center of the disc, pushing it out to the edge. Yeah,
1: and supposedly thing. it gives it, uh, it could give it more gyroscopic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I had a fun debate with Kevin today. Oh, he really? S- he says there's no chance that that can ever work, and I was like, well, no, it does. And he's like, no, it doesn't. I was like, eh. Uh, the science does say it works, yeah, but it doesn't. I'm like, well, I'm not sure how that. How it's that works.
1: interesting because um, the wh- I guess, it could keep it in the air longer, but I feel like the fade is where you would see it, mm-hmm. you know, once it like slows down.
0: Yeah, well, the spin. I mean, putting putting weight on the outside of anything is well, any round object is going to give it an ability it's it's inertials. Yeah. like when you spin that thing if you have more weight on the outside it's going to spin mm-hmm. longer but you also have to have more power to get that thing up yeah. to spin you know so it's say, one yeah. of those
1: like you look at a fidget spinner uh-huh. like all
0: the weight on those three
1: things are towards
0: the outside right. evenly spaced out and that, that spins. Goes, spins forever yeah 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 i mean it, it, like the the physics is sound Mm -hmm. The physics is sound. Now, whether the human body can actually do anything with that is a whole different story. And is it sound enough on a disc to make that much of a difference? Right. You know, those few extra grams on the outside of the disc, maybe it adds up to a foot on the longest thrower. (sighs) You know, who knows? Who Who knows? knows what it is?
1: I feel like you'd have to throw, um, those discs like in certain plastics at different weights to see how it can really right. Go. Well, you'd have
0: to have a controlled environment yep. and a, a some sort of machine or mechanical arm to throw them. You know, we have all those.
1: Which things. Simon says they're working on. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: which is really freaking cool. Yeah, in my idea in my mind. So, so talking about the pitch. Um, so essentially, it seems like it's basically a glitch, but Axiom. So it's going to have a different color rim, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. <cool. laughs> I'll be like, I'm honest. I'm interested in it just oh, to, of
0: course, just to see. Mm-hmm. If there will be any major difference with it. Yeah, yeah. Most likely I, th- I think it'll sell pretty darn well. I think that people will have that excitement over it. It just depends on who, if if Simon picks one up and goes, this is the next best thing or this is one step above the glitch. like
1: Right. And my guess is they'll ask him to say something about it so they can tell. <laughs> I'll be... Here's the funny thing. Will Here they, they is... give him a signature pitch? <laughs> <laughs> Will, will they attempt to make a streamline? That's that's the interesting one that I'm.
0: It's like the redheaded stepchild of the three, though. Yeah. Like, streamline gets no love. Um, the pilot people seem to like the pilot a lot. Yeah. As yeah. far as uh, throwing putter, I think the jet. Does, as a beginner disc, people like the jet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the like the runway, which is also s- trace. Trace. A lot of people yeah. throw the.
1: Quite a few people throw trace. Yeah.
0: But it's it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like MVP gives Streamline much love. Like, right? They don't even like really promote it that much. And yeah, You know, know, they really take their overmold technology like mm-hmm. and really push that. Um, I would be very. I would probably for funsies buy one too. I've never bought a glitch yet. I've thrown them. I've just never bought a glitch yet. And we have like we find like. Got a whole stack. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah. Um, we finally got a whole big stack sitting in the store now. But I know Tyler was talking about wanting to get one for Ashley. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it would be, you know, it's. I guess it's good for those folks that just want to go out and play casually. Like I would love to push them into those glitches because they're easy. They they're they're an ultimate disc. Yeah, I mean, you throw them in there. And speaking of
1: ultimate, I heard that. They like is Brody going back? No. Oh. <laughs> Shoot, what was the deal? Uh Ultra Stars were no longer gonna be the official like ultimate disc.
0: Oh I
1: forgot what the what the disc was. I heard it on um Griplock today or is it gonna something. be
0: Innovas? Yeah. I really? think so.
1: Yes. I forgot what it's called, but I think
0: oh, that's I the way it was, was going. Too. That surprises me. Because mm-hmm. the the Ultra Star has been the ultimate disc for yeah. How many years, or is it also?
1: I don't know. But it sounded like that. Whatever the decision was. Yeah, maybe they're just maybe they're adding it as well. I don't know. I
0: didn't hear it, but sounded like it was gonna be official. That's kind of a big. That's a huge deal, actually. Mm -hmm. Because there's no. I mean, there's no other disc that flies like the Ultra Star. Like the Innova Aviator.
1: Maybe that. Yeah, I think that's what
0: it's called. That could be. I mean, it's not like. They're beach Frisbees, in my yeah. opinion, but they they don't fly the same. Right. They don't fly the same. That's like when
1: um, Discmania made the recycled one, or yes. like the multicolored one. It doesn't
0: fly the same. No, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. I yeah, like it. It was that recycled but, one, yeah. yeah. And then... um it has an Earth Day release, I think. Yes. What and what did uh, Dynamic had one? Oh... What was it called? But they were trying to break into the ultimate scene yeah. too, and yeah. that failed. I mean, that might be the Aviator. Maybe Did, was there a bunch in the shop for a little bit? Those are night glides. Oh, the that that that's up, what it's. So, yeah, yeah okay. those weren't. Never mind. But yeah, we'll have to have to look at those. Mm. So, all right. Well, should we get back to <laughs> yeah topic <laughs> okay. here? All right. So Natalie Ryan saga. We'll uh have a quick conversation about this. I don't have much to say other than the overturned. Or the restraining order was overturned after the first day of competition. So Natalie Ryan and she was, was in, second, in second, place. second place. Yeah, shot in minus six, yep. six down. And then the Ninth Circuit Court decided, nope, you can't do that, and, and ruled in favor of the Disc Golf Pro Tour and PDGA. Yeah. So then she could no longer... Um, so they did not allow her to finish playing. Right. So we'll see where that's going to go.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's rumor that... According to Discall Flaw, when I was listening to Nick and Matt, there's precedent that she may or could go into Minnesota and okay. try to do the same thing and, like, go against um, the preserve because mm-hmm. there's a female or transgendered um, weightlifter that won a case there. Oh, uh, okay. So they think that that might be the next possible place Lawsuit. to... Yep. Okay.
0: I figured California would give her the best chance. Um, maybe outside of Oregon. Sure. Um, but I don't know any. I figured California, it would kind of be a slam dunk for her. But
1: mm. I mean, I was quite I surprised that. that this was filed at the last minute and to see her
0: compete. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. yeah. But. And then to find out one day later, yeah, yeah, the Ninth Circuit's like, no, that's not okay. Well, from what I had heard, too, is that
1: the judge that um, she went to didn't have um, jurisdiction. (laughs) Oh, really? And so it was thrown out.
0: I wonder, you know, I don't I don't blame that on Natalie. But that's that's on the, her lawyers, I'm sure. sure. And that sucks, you know, because that doesn't look good for that whole side of the case, you know. Well and like, then
1: I uh, I also heard that she was had like she kind of blew up after the fact that she played and maybe made some threats. Oh, really? <laughs> A little oh. bit uh I don't know if she made threats, but the language she used Mm -hmm. sounded threatening. Oh, okay. And so it probably is not going to help her case.
0: That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that she gets very heated about things, and um, I don't know how to say it without offending somebody, but it seems like she very much feels like a victim, like honestly feels like a victim. I don't think it's like victimhood mentality. It's just I think she truly feels like a victim, and and she feels like two of her biggest perpetrators are – the PDGA and the Disc Golf Pro Tour, and and she has this mentality, and it said directly on her um, post that, um, they, the PDGA and the Disc Golf Pro Tour want this hate to continue to happen. Like they don't care about, and it's just it seems weird yeah. to me. Like that that's not the Disc Golf Pro Tour, or the PDGA. That's the people that are being a holes. Right. You know. Well, so yeah, I
1: heard that somebody she played the the 303 open in Colorado, I think it was last weekend. Mm-hmm. And apparently some guy came in and
0: read her the riot act, or, you know, yeah. when she was competing. and then, That was you know, before OTB. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause was. she made that post and yep. yeah. Yeah. And that that's unfortunate, you know, and that should never happen to anybody. I mean, like maybe there's some sort of justification in that person's mind that, This is what he feels is appropriate. Mm -hmm. But there's a time and a place for everything. That's not the time nor the place. You know, I mean, and who knows how it was given? I mean, there's two sides of the story. Mm -hmm. And we only know of one. We hear third hand of the other. So, you know, who knows what happened. But that's, that's unfortunate. If it did happen the way that it was described, it sucks. All right. Well, we'll move on from that. All right. And we'll talk about OTB Open. And the winner. So, Emerson Keith finally gets another one. Yeah. And the first Disc Golf Pro Tour event that he's won, correct? Yes. So, and almost to the day of his very first cash in a
1: PDGA sanctioned event. Really? Yes. Okay. It's like, I don't remember how many
0: years it was, but it's a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, that's,
1: that's pretty awesome. wild.
0: So, there you go. So, Lone Stars. Lone Star's first major win. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, first uh, Disc Golf Pro Tour win. Yep. Emerson Keith's first Disc Golf Pro Tour win. They did release the uh, commemorative disc. Yeah. And then very shortly after, I got the email like, oh, cool. And we're out playing around with uh, Evan. And all of a sudden, I ding. And I look at it again. And I was like, What? I guess they had the Pro Tour logo wrong, so they had to redo the stamp of the disc.
1: <laughs> oh boy! And they're like,
0: "Well, sorry, we have to fix this one." That's
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: but they sent it out real quick and said, "This is what the stamp's going to look like." But all it was oh. was the logo, of the Pro Tour. I think it was just on Charlie plastic. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's yep. what I had heard. yeah, So nothing, nothing fancy. It's just there's it a, hmm. well, a, commemorative disc. One. Yeah. So celebrating his win, um, and then FPO Page Pierce wins, so takes it down and pretty dominant style. Yeah. Pretty dominant side. I don't know if... She, she was on cruise control last round. She was.
1: Round. And it was interesting because obviously she came off an injury. Mm-hmm. Don't quite know how... You know, apparently she's feeling pretty good. Tendonitis, she said.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, interesting. So good for her. I'm glad to see it. Second win this year. Yep. Second win right? this year. So um, prior to that, finished 27th. And then prior to that, finished like... 29th. Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was our last two finishes. Good jump. Good jump. Mm-hmm. So let's have a conversation about the conversation she had with Paul Uliveri. Um, The only portion that I heard was what you played me, but you go yeah. ahead and lay out the scenario, and then I can be the bad guy.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it was just a quick YouTube short from Yulian um, Brody's podcast. And I don't know what the question was but she came they asked her obviously asked her and she felt that she could be a top 40 or top then she clarified and said possibly top 20 given the circumstances of
0: like given weak-minded men
1: yeah that's kind <laughs> of what it's cuz she laid it out she's like oh yeah like you could if i outdrive somebody or get a birdie that they don't have and i keep the box for a while um mess, and mess how that, with the guy's egos. yeah that's pretty much what it yeah, yeah came down to
0: yeah so I you know I heard it and Paige Pierce is not known for having coothful or tactful um, vernacular like she's she's not good at presenting something she probably didn't mean it in a hurtful way no I think, I think so. she was just more matter of fact with it so I, I don't take offense to anything but for her to call out an entire gender <laughs> and say. Well, if I got a birdie and you didn't, your your because you're a man, your ego would be like, okay, that's probably going to offend some people. I, it doesn't bother me at all, but pretty presumptuous. And to say that she'd be top twenty, um, I have a there. I have like snowballs chance in a very hot place. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be the case. Um, well, how do you feel about it? And then I'll I'll give you my reasonings. I mean, I there's there's
1: tournaments she can't even beat twenty nine
0: women. Yep, <laughs> you know? yep. Like there's
1: the FPO field is pretty small. It's like thirty six to forty women most and sometimes she's
0: not even in the top half. Right, right. So And she I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't think that she couldn't finish in that place. Right. I don't think it's. I don't think she would be placed or in the top on a regular. Like if there was a leaderboard, mm-hmm. no way. Oh yeah, I don't know. I th- I think if you
1: look at if you were to go into certain tournaments, like okay, she historically plays well at this um this tournament, mm-hmm. and then you place her on like you know the FPO course or the MPO course instead of the FPO course. It's hard to say like lengthwise, like how that would affect her and mm-hmm. where she would place. I could maybe see her within the top, somewhere between 40 and 60 probably. I don't, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Like she, there's days where I think she could beat some like top 30 mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. athletes. Here and there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I, I don't know if it would be enough to place her in the pro tour points or wherever
0: right. in the top 20. I, I think she would be a Brody Smith. Yeah. But she, I think she would be – probably 50-ish, mm-hmm. you know, um, and as much as we would run a route for it to happen and all that stuff, let's let's just talk about reality and what has happened. So 87th, 107th, and 99th. Those are the three times she's played in USDGC, correct? Yeah. Those are her finishing places. Mm-hmm. I just don't... I can't fathom... And I... You have to have a hunger and a confidence in yourself to be a champion. Mm -hmm. I get that. But there's also a level of reality that has to be there. And when you see the finishing places she's had when competing against an MPO field, I don't, like, I guess, I don't, I don't know how the, how she validates her top 20 comment.
1: It's tough. I, I, I think I'd need to see it week in and week out. I can't... Mm-hmm. I, I, like, the, those three years of her competing, obviously, like, that's a small sample size. Right, right, right. If she were to do it, compete week in and
0: week out, and... But arguably a weaker field, a weaker MPO field. Sure. Because I think the last time she competed in USDDC was 19. Yeah, I think so. And, you know,
1: <laughs> mentally... What it, like she has this confidence that she can be that, mm-hmm. but what if all of a sudden you're you're not getting those places? How does that affect you mentally? Right, right, and like all of a sudden that's breaking you down. Mm-hmm. I could see her sliding. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. I mean, that, that's a lot of wear and tear on the mind and the body to compete mm-hmm. at that those extra distances. That's going to take more.
0: And then, yeah, it's just the mental side of things. If not well, finishing well, it's going to kind of get you down. To put that pressure and expectation on yourself and then not, potentially not live up to it, mm-hmm. man, yeah, that would be hard. That'd be so hard. So, you know, to, if she would have left it at 40, I don't know if I would have, like, I would have been like, maybe.
1: There's a realm of possibility. Yeah,
0: there, there it is. That's within that confidence realm of possibility. I still don't think it would happen. But top 20, not a chance. Not a chance. I, I, Kristen Tatar, not a chance. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm trying to even validate because I'm trying to think of 20 people or 20 MPO players like I can't even like I can't even get it down that low if that makes any sense you know take take the top 20 MPO players and let's even throw them out is there 20 more MPO MPO players that we could put in that place and she still wouldn't I think so I think so if we went through the top 40 to 50 I think we could probably find that they would consistently finish because you think about FPO and MPO, we're going to talk ratings. Probably piss off some people here. We've already pissed off a bunch of people. Yeah. But (laughs) we'll talk about ratings. Average ratings of MPO winners are usually in the 10.50 or above Mm -hmm. for a tournament. The average winners of – no. When people decimate fields, like when, when Tatar was filleting the field, she was getting like 10.10. 10 14s. Right. I mean, she you're, not, averaging a 10, you're 10. not even
1: touching cash at a thousand.
0: You no. need like a thousand, twenty, thousand, ten. Yeah. And that's for like last cash. Right, right. So if apples are apples and you compare those two, I, the, the idea that she has this mm-hmm. thought that she can be top 20, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Top 40, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but top 20, I just don't see it. I don't know. I don't know how much more to. It'd be interesting. <laughs> It'd be
1: interesting to go down, just if we. We'll have to. We'll have to look after just like look at the list of guys twenty through forty right now and just mm-hmm. be like, can she beat them? Can she beat them? Yeah, right. Right. Yeah.
0: Consistently beat
1: them. Right. Consistently. Because mm-hmm. you got a place above them to be. at 40.
0: I wish that Bando – because they do the head-to-head comparisons now. Yeah. Have the, I wonder if they could do that. Go cross. Right. Cross division. Yeah. Oh. I would love to see that. In the same regard, I'm not sure I would. Yeah. Cuz I think it'd be pretty deflating to some individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, men and women. I oh, think yeah, it would be deflating yeah, for both. Absolutely. Um because I think you know, you put Brody up against them, uh, honestly I think I would give the probably give the edge to I'd give the edge to Page and um
1: I, don't Kat know. And,
0: I think Brody's distance <sighs> But like Paige and I mean Paige has I don't know what his big ser- distance too. She does,
1: and I don't know what Brody I'm honestly don't know what like Brody's putting percentages are. Yeah, I don't either. So that,
0: that's I don't I don't follow him well enough. I mean I want to see him win. I want to see him do mm-hmm. better because I think it's better for the sport. You've heard it over and over if you listen to the podcast. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, like you take Paul Eulberry. Like, I think, I think. I think he was so submissive to it. God, that's a bad word to use. I think he was so accepting of it because, I think in his mind he's like, yeah, she beats me every time we play. Sure, you know. So I could see that. And mm-hmm. but he's what seventy something right now. Yeah, around there. So, you know. So I mean, ranking not seventy something. Right, ranking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, he's not that old. But um, but you know, and I could see him like I could see her falling below that for sure. Like, mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think she's. Way far off. I mean, off the 20, absolutely, but off the 40 now. But I would love to see that power ranking thing with UDisc or Statmando where they do the, yeah. one, the percentage winning. Yeah. I, mean, I bet was, you they'll do it aside, but I don't know if they'll ever come public with it.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like one of those... um You know, in boxing, they do like pound for pound, like, mm-hmm. you know, across all divisions, like who the best boxer is currently. Yeah. Can, I don't know where some of these... It'd be an interesting conversation to
0: have that way too. Yeah, because I think that would change the conversation a lot, in my humble opinion, pound for pound. Like, because obviously you put pound for pound Mike Tyson and pound for pound, I don't know, whoever, like Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. Like, Mike Tyson is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Sugar Ray would never say that. And I'm sure there's 100 people on here, but there's no chance that Mike Tyson, prime Mike Tyson, prime Sugar Ray, no way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no no contest, in my opinion. But you could probably have those same conversations with Prime Paige Pierce and Prime Paul Macbeth. Like who would really win? Pound for pound comparison, you know, yeah. make the make the changes and but yeah. So but I think she was just talking about heads-up play. Yeah. So I don't know. So and it's not because she's a woman, it's just because I it's just simply just not the case. Like it would be like. Me, when I say Brody's going to be top 10, it's just never going to happen. <laughs> so, all right. Um, anything else that we want to complain about or make other people mad? <laughs> Not that I can think of.
1: All right. Well, let's hear your... Uh, oh, yeah. Random question. Yeah, the random okay. question. This was... Oh, got to get to it real quick. Submitted by David Ash. He's got Learn With Me Disc Golf Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. His question that he submitted, if there was a disc golf apocalypse and only one plastic type could survive, what would it be? Oh,
0: good question, David. Yeah, I really like that one. Uh Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm going to take it f- two different routes. So I'm going to take it as a plastic type that's going to be the most durable mm-hmm. to live up to <clears throat> slaying zombies. Yep. So I'm going to have the zombie slayer plastic. Well, it's just
1: a, no. This is this is a disc golf apocalypse.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: like, if disc golf were to be like everything was like disc golf, if only something could
0: survive. What plastic type okay, would so survive? Just in disc golf, if all everything is right. gonna okay. die and melt yeah, and go Yeah, Exactly. Away and only
1: one plastic type could survive. Oh, okay, okay, what okay, would it okay, be? Okay. It's not like we're using changes. it to slay Domsey. So um,
0: I think durability is a good thing to consider though. Yes. I think the plastic that I would like to see survive is. I really like um I'm a clear plastic guy. I really like clear plastics. And I think some of the best. I'll say it. No. <laughs> Supreme. I knew you were gonna say that. Supreme. I, I was Supreme gonna say. go I was gonna go with Lucid. Okay. And then I just started thinking about like no Supreme like what I have felt in Supreme has been phenomenal. Right. So
1: Supreme. Okay. I this is this is tough because I've I have like a lot of different Reasons. So like, I was thinking about this the other day because I knew the question. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, there's three plastics that I would want to see survive. One of them, I'm not th- – these are the three, and I'll lay out which one I want. Sure. Um, one would be Champion Blizzard, like anything mm-hmm. like that. Because off of Champ, you can make Blizzard Champ. Like you right. can inject the mold to make it lighter or whatever. Mm-hmm. The durability of Champ plastic, any like Lucid, whatever. Sure. You know that's going to stand up. You're not gonna, as a consumer. That's great because we're not going to have to buy discs. Right. Number two is um, fission plastic, almost for the same reasons. Okay. Fission plastic, you can make lighter, heavier. Um, it's got really good grip. Mm-hmm. Um, I think lighter weights are going to be good for beginners. Right. You know, if you, and then you can also get the heavier weights for people like you know a little more advanced. Mm-hmm. My third one is just because I like the feel of it. K one plastic. It, Yep. <laughs> yep. And so I think K1 is great too because you can make K1 soft, mm-hmm. and then um, just the feel of it—it's gummy. It's yep. pretty durable. Um, it also comes in the opaque and the you know mm-hmm. and the clear. clear. Yep. So I think
0: for me that's my number one is the K1 plastic. K1. Okay. See, I think that's a good. I was this close to saying that and then I remembered Supreme mm-hmm. like it's a thing like you know it's most of the clear plastics I like yeah. I mean like even um, Founders Plastic um, yeah is really good plastic mm-hmm. like super good plastic I only have one disc in it um, the Lariat but it's fantastic plastic um, but man that K1 is great plastic because it has a good grip to it too um but, yeah, Supreme. I just have to stay with Supreme, like, because everything that I've had in Supreme has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And they do have the different levels of Supreme. I don't know if it's fair to say that, like, sure, the putter Supreme. Sure, because, like, the, right, the putter Supreme is a little different than the, yeah. the actual, like, premium. But I think I would have to like the Royal slash Supreme line. Sure. Yeah, I think so. Because that still has a great tack. Even in the rain, it's not, like, Fusion or Star or anything. It doesn't get slippery. It still yep. maintains its tack, like, it's a good, it's a good plastic. It's a great plastic. I hope they come out with more discs in it because they have, I think officially they have six discs out in in it, but some Ooh. of them are like the Halo orbits. Oh, okay. Because like, as
1: I say, across all of trilogy or house of discs, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's the four discs in trilogy, trilogy, or well, no, just I mean, excuse, DD. excuse me, in DD, yeah, but I mean latitude. They have a number of discs
0: like the glory. Is so it they, the have, glory? Yeah, they have, yeah, they have the, the glory, glory, the faith, the rive, the um, grace, grace, the saint, oh. Saint Pro, the one that they let out. Oh yeah, the, Tatar, the Christian Tatar saint one. Pro. Yeah, um, oh, I thought that was only gold. No, Plastic. I'm pretty sure the newest one, the ones we have sitting up on the with the oh, wolf on them. Or, okay. Yeah, the wolf. I think.
1: Because I, I was feeling there's one that looks like it like came out in Supreme, but it felt different. Because I was mm. like, this isn't quite Supreme. It just didn't have like as good of grip as
0: and it felt yeah. with a little more
1: gold line. So I don't
0: remember what this thing I mean, was. Maybe it is, because I you know they did it in the Escape. Yeah. So I yeah. I don't maybe, know. I think they have I uh, I don't know. Maybe they have a more than that. Maybe. But yeah. Anyways, it's it's a beautiful plastic. So um all right. So anything else? No. All right. Well, thanks for the question.
1: Which plastic would you want to see go out first?
0: Anything, Prodigy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I I have such a... There are some really good Prodigy plastics out there. I have, and I've counted them now. Okay. I have over 200 discs that are unsellable (sighs) because of the plastic. Man. Like not all, and I know some people really like that chalky Prodigy plastic, sure. but I can't sell. I can't put that on a disc when it looked like it was like run over by a car seven times. You know, mm-hmm. I can't throw that up on a shelf like. And some of their Spectrum plastic is so beautiful. It is, and then you pick it up, yeah, and your fingers fall off because they just mm-hmm. got cut off by the flash.
1: You was <laughs> really okay. So um, I don't know if it's still in the store. I turned in a Spectrum FX. Two. It went. Okay, it did. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what the plastic was. But the top of it, like the flight plate and everything, super glossy, felt good. You flip it over and the bottom felt different. Mm-hmm. It felt like a totally
0: different plastic. And like that to me was just yeah strange. It It is. It's goofy. I, you know, and I don't. I truly don't have anything against Prodigy, the company itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, sure, I think they've made some bad decisions, but what company hasn't? I yep. mean, they all have missteps. We all do. I mean, every company out there has missteps. But their plastic just does not have a consistent – there's no consistency in their plastic. And there are, out of any manufacturer I've seen, they're the ones that have the most issues consistently and it says oh i guess they are consistent consistently inconsistent <laughs> consistently inconsistent so yeah so I, I hate that i'm giving them so much hate but it is what it is at this point like and as soon as we sell out of what we have like i don't ever plan on buying any more plastic until something drastic happens mm-hmm. in the market and it sucks cuz they have such a great young population yeah i just hope they i don't know i don't i don't know if they're going to keep them but i think they have a new disc Maybe it's a KJ disc. Feedback is that one that's coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KJ disc is coming out, and I think um, I want to say that the Airborne line is going to add two more this year as well. Oh, oh okay. Which it bums me out because I want them. Well, I
1: mean, the is a good disc. Mm-hmm. The um, what was it? Shadowfax. Shadowfax. Shadowfax is a good disc. As 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 well. a good disc. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All, all three of them. He put out the the chief one. What's the? What's oh. The, uh, see, that's how much because
1: he had a putter, a mid, and a. Driver, driver, right? Yeah, I the driver the, came
0: out first and then... Yep. I forgot what I, the putter is. Can't think of it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... But yeah, and they're... I mean, and those plastics came out fantastic. Those were all great. Bedtime. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so... All right, well, with that said, we'll talk about shop updates. And they won't be prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> So we got a uh, basically the rest of the order of our um, MVP, Axiom, and Streamline. So we got some jets, hexes, proxies, paradoxes, and a whole bunch of glitches. So got a lot of glitches now. So jump on the site, doordisc.com, and you can find those. We did get a resupply of DG Max Wax. So we got the Surfer Minis and the uh, Snap 6 They're good to go. Fantastic product. If you've never had them, please, like, just grab one. Uh, Zing Minis. Thor Dissolve Zing Minis are in, or they're on their way. Um, About another 150 Picos, which are the can topper ones. Mm, And we got another 150 Cosmos, which are the ones that fit inside the orbs. (laughs) What
1: are the ones? Oh, those must be the... The Clash of the Creek ones were the bigger ones, right?
0: Yes. I think those were orbs. Orbs. Yeah. And then we have... um, I don't remember which ones those were, oh. but nevertheless. Um, and then we also have uh, custom whale sacks coming in that have, it's a yellow fabric uh-huh. with the black L. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Ooh. So that's coming. Um, and those should be here, they said, about four to six weeks. So, Get on it, whale sack. I know. Come on. So. Um, be cool. But, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And they were. Super responsive, super quick to get the design out. I sent it in Sunday, no Saturday, because I was at the shop all day Saturday oh, wow. because of the the. Um, I wonder who they get to like the tournament, pra- like or print their fabric yeah. and like get that. That's I'm cool. not sure. I'm not sure. The next one I want to do is with uh, Chain Shark. Yeah, um, you know I've talked with them a couple times about it, just falling off every every time. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Uh, I haven't talked to Ryan in a while. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I haven't, so I don't know what he's up to with, as far as Chain Shark and, it, like, he was trying to get the disc golf store going, so I don't know if he's still selling stuff. He's got apparel. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. Don't know if he's still doing the bags or not? Yes, I'm pretty okay. sure, because, like,
0: Holland's still rocking it okay. as far as her bag, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to. I'll give them a shot too. I mean, I want to support them the best we can. Um, but yeah, so that's what we got in right now. And then um, the next big order that we're going to make. I mean, other than bringing in the new releases, things like that. Uh, oh, and what's the one called? The new, um, the new uh, Casaplast. Um, 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 um stigs no no they just are gonna release another one now the pre-order oh. just came up so we'll be getting those is it like the Cax? uh crut oh yeah okay c-u-r-c-u or k-r-u-t yeah it is <laughs> a 12404 so it is a beefy boy um yep so and they should come out on the 25th of may um and we will have 17 of them um well, we should have 17 of them by that time. So, Interesting. there you go. So, those will be coming out and they're in that fun first run green. Castapl- I thought Castoplast was coming out with kind of like a 7502 disc. That was a state. Like no, that was a neg, neg one, right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope so. I don't I, know. I,
1: like, that's a disc that they're kind of missing in their lineup is mm-hmm. that kind of
0: straight to kind of glidey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but- but House of Discs, they're moving, moving around. So mm-hmm. Cassiplast has always been that sleepy little brand, but now they seem to be pumping out. Yeah. Some molds. All right, and yeah, I think that's about it. So, um, oh, and then yeah, other than the Casaplas, that Crut, we will be purchasing. I just don't know. I'm still debating what brand, but they'll be Owl um, Harvey stamped um, discs. Oh. Huh? So that's our next big one. Cool. I think I'm gonna do it through MVP. Oh yeah, I think I think that's what I've been pushing. Maybe I don't know. I thought know. you were
1: talking to uh, Lone Star about doing something a while ago. Their
0: minimum orders are gotten so big now. Oh okay, they are so big. You have to order three hundred discs, and I mean mm. that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a ton of discs. It is. It's a ton of. Discs. I feel
1: like through the shop, a lot of people have ordered CastaPlas, oh, or not CastaPlas, Lone, Lone Star. Star. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it yeah. Fa- moves fairly quickly. <clears throat> well, they those. really
0: have it. And I mean, we're now one of like. Four dealers in Wisconsin, okay. so there's not a lot of de- no three dealers I mean, in Wisconsin. So it used to be like you guys were the only one for a while. We were for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, well, for a long time they haven't been around for a long but, time, but comparably, yeah, speaking. right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I well, we'll see. I, I don't know. We I I from day to day I go from, and I, I don't think it really matters what brand we buy them from. You know what I should do is probably buy Innova. Get some in of a custom stamp so we can get our order volumes up so we can finally get some of their team series stuff yeah, and all that. Right. That would be the smart way to go about it. But I, I meh. <laughs> <laughs> so. But with that being said, uh, anything else? No, I don't all right. think so. Keep it subpar and remember, von Neumann probes—they're not what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Deuces. God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peace.